Have others treated you unfairly? In this episode, Pastor Dean Yoder retells the story of Joseph, encouraging listeners to do as he did. Don't keep looking back. Embrace the blessing at the place you are right now. This is Awaken Online, a virtual library of the Sunday morning messages at Awaken Church in McMinnville, Oregon. I read this this morning when I've been doing the one-year Bible plan this year. I haven't done that in a long time, and it's been really fun to go back through the stories as they just go through the Bible. It's like uh, I know most of them or whatever, but just to get reminded, oh, I know it. I think I know what happens next. You know, it's been really excited, and and we're in, in Genesis right now, and like the story of Joseph. I don't know if you remember the story of Joseph. I'll try to give you a little recap on it. I'm not going to read all that to you, obviously, but Joseph had 11 brothers, if I remember right, because I think there's 12 of them. He was, at the time, he was the youngest when this happened, and he made his brothers mad at him by telling them that probably a number of things. You know, the the story highlights this probably wasn't just the one-time deal. Joseph got the coat of many colors from the dad, and, you know, he wore it around them, and he told them one time he had a dream that they were all going to bow down and worship him. And, you know, that that doesn't go over too well with big brothers. And who knows what other things he did. You know, they probably thought he was the baby, the spoiled brat type of thing of the family. And so they at one point they decide they're going to kill him and tell their dad that he got attacked by a wild animal. But what they ended up doing instead is putting him in a hole, and as some caravans were going by, they sold him as a, a slave to him, and they took his coat that his father made, and they did tear it up, and they dipped it in blood and made it look like a, attacked by his, a wild animal, and he ends up in Egypt. He ends up getting to work for Pharaoh. He's pretty high up. Like I'm, I'm trying to remember as best as I can to get to where I'm trying to go. He works for, uh, not Pharaoh, but uh, Pharaoh's, one of Pharaoh's main guys. The wife tries to seduce him, and he says no. Um, long story short here. Uh, he says no, but she, she, like him and coats, this isn't going very well for him with, with clothing, because he, like, she gets his cloak when he runs out of the house to run away from this woman who's trying to seduce him. And, uh, and so she tells her husband, she's mad because he won't, you know, do th- what she wants him to do. And so she's mad and she tells her husband, Joseph, Joseph tried to uh, force me, force himself on me and I got his cloak, a proof. She used that as proof and he got thrown into prison, into jail. And um, uh, the, uh, the baker and the cupbearer get thrown in jail and Joseph got, uh, Joseph got made head over the jail. Like, this is Joseph's life. He, he'd fall into stuff that wasn't good, and he'd get promoted. And so he got put over the jail, so he's serving as head of the jail. In fact, that said the jailer didn't even come to work, basically, because Joseph was so responsible as a prisoner. Like, you know, how many... I got a couple guys that work at the jail back there. How many you guys ever put the prisoners in charge back there? <laughs> That's not a good idea. But uh, Joseph is in charge of the prison, and the, and the baker and the cupbearer come in, and they have dreams, and the, the dreams, like, uh, Joseph's able to interpret them, and one of them, I, I just, like, he interprets that, like, the cupbearer's gonna be set free in three days, and basically he tells the, the butcher that your dream means you're gonna die in three days. And I'm like, all right, how do, <laughs> that was, and it came true. But he tells this cupbearer, before he gets released, he says, hey, don't tell him, like, tell him that 
there's a guy in here that's been in here not fairly, and I, you know, like put in the good word for me to get me out, and the guy forgets. But years later, Pharaoh has a dream, and and um, Joseph is able to interpret that, and he gets out. And so now he is put basically in charge of all the land, and there's this huge famine that's been going on. And because of Pharaoh's dream, they were able to save up enough food for the bad years of the famine. Now, uh, his brothers in the area are out of food too, right? And they need, they need food, so they come to Egypt. And there's this whole process of them coming back and co- going back and forth and, and Joseph trying to make it look like they are going to get in trouble for uh, different things. Of like they, He gives them the food and then puts their money back in the bags. And he's, he's really trying to find out what's going on with these guys, his brothers. He recognizes them. They don't know it's him. And he's really trying to test things out to see if his father's still alive, and then he finds out his younger brother, there's a younger brother, Benjamin, that's alive, and he's, he's like, how do I get these guys back? And the long story short is, is he finally tells them who he is. He finally tells them who he is. After all, like, and he's there because of them. Remember, he's where he's at because, he's, because of them, which um, broke his father's heart when he found out he died. His father's just lived with this broken heart for years. And um, Joseph tells them who he is and sends them back home to get the family and bring everything back. He, he gives them um, wagons. He says, uh, uh, gives, them, gives them food, land. He's like, come. And Pharaoh hears about it. And Pharaoh says, you guys can live in the best place. Like, it's just blessing after blessing after blessing about getting Joseph's family back to come back together. And he sends them on his way, and he sends them in wagons. And he, says, he says, do this in Genesis 45. Now you are ordered to do this. Take wagons from the land of Egypt for your little ones and for your wives, and bring your father and come. And do not concern yourself with your property, for the best of all the land of Egypt is yours. Then the sons of Israel did so, and Joseph gave them wagons, according to the command of Pharaoh, and gave them provisions for the journey. To each of them he gave changes of garments, but to Benjamin he gave 300 pieces of silver and five changes of garments, and to his father he sent the following, 10 male donkeys loaded with the best things of Egypt, 10 female donkeys loaded with grain, bread, and sustenance for his father on the journey. So he sent his brothers away, brothers away, and as they departed, he said to them, do not quarrel on the journey. And I'm like, like I, I read that this morning, I was like, Coral and the journey, they just got this huge blessing. Everything's getting better and, and they're getting reunited. And God's doing things. God just worked this awesome miracle of how many years, I don't know it was. I'm thinking, why would, they, why would he be worried about them quarreling? And I'm like, thinking about that this morning as we're sitting here in worship. And I'm like, like they're going to bring up the past. Like they're going to walk home on this journey of however long it takes, and they're going to bring up the past. They're going to start saying, Reuben, or Reuben, you know, Reuben told us we shouldn't have done this. He was the oldest. Reuben, Reuben wasn't for this, and, and it was your idea. You're the one that said we should do this, and, and, and you've caused my da- uh, dad, like, before they, they get home, the whole blessing is, could be blown up again. The whole family could just be, like, separated. And because they, 
they would start walking home as they saw their brother, who they're probably so excited to see and just shocked and stunned, as it, as it said. But they were going to start talking, and they were going to start blaming each other. And, in, and they were going to start uh, talking about the past things, and whose fault it was, and, 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 it, and it, was gonna, it could separate the family, even amongst the blessing. Even though Joseph said that God intended for it to be this way, now, I'm not sure what would have happened if he wouldn't have like, um, told his brothers how great he was when he was younger. Maybe he would have ended up in Egypt in a different way. But, but this whole thing like, of the pain that they caused him, he wasn't holding it against them, but they were going to hold it against each other. And he said, don't do it. Don't quarrel on the way home. Stay in the celebration. Stay in this mode of uh, seeing that God did something. <laughs> he worked an awesome miracle, and now you have food for the next three years of the rest of this famine. Like, it was a crazy journey. And, yep, you guys were wrong. You shouldn't have done it that way. You shouldn't have sold your brother into slavery. But that's the way it worked. And he's like, don't quarrel. And so... Sometimes it's hard to let things go, and sometimes it's hard to forgive yourself. You know, maybe you're struggling with that. Maybe you're hard on yourself. Maybe there's some past things that maybe you've even been guilty of, like just not being able to embrace the place of blessing where you're at now because of, of you're just focused on the past. I want to encourage you today to, to just... Embrace what's happened this morning here and, and take the blessing with you and wear it on your face. <laughs> take the blessing with you and wear it on your face. And um, what the enemy meant for bad, God's going to work for good. Thank you for joining us today. For more information about Awaken Church, please visit our website, awakenmac.com. Dot com. That's A-W-A-K-E-N-M-A-C dot C-O-M.